Hello and welcome back to the Google Workspace Update podcast from Strawberry 7. My name is Adam. And my name is also Adam. We're here every week to give you the updates from Google Workspace. This podcast is available from your regular podcast provider and also as a video podcast on our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash strawberry7. Let's get to it. On with the show. Right, so this week, the, the first update we've got is to do with Google Calendar and Google Meet. So uh, this is all about improving the experience for calendar guest list in Google. So to help participants run effective hybrid meeting, in addition to seeing the RSVP status of everybody in the meeting, uh, you can now see information from the Google Calendar guest list, including working location, out of office status, if the meeting is outside of an, an attendee's working hours, or if an attendee is joining from the meeting room, <coughs> from the meeting room, sorry. So I'm not too sure how beneficial this will be for everybody. I'm thinking maybe more in a corporate environment, this will be more helpful because if you've arranged a meeting with somebody, then you know that they're going to be in the meeting because you have already arranged it with that person. And almost regardless of what their working hours are or, or where they're joining you from, if you've arranged a meeting with somebody, then you're going to be having a meeting. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you're right, Adam. And I think it's um, in this hybrid environment uh, where more and more now, obviously, since the pandemic, everybody went to kind of remote working and then people have slowly started to come back and I think Google have really realized that there is a requirement now within a modern environment certainly a corporate environment as you say where there is this hybrid working and people need to know whether somebody is in the office out of the office within their working hours out of their working hours there's so many things happening within the working environment at the moment shifting some companies are shifting to four day week rotations for example um and so i think these updates are there in calendar to really help people establish where their colleagues are and whether they're within those working hours so that when they're making those events they aren't clashing with any of those uh, situations where they're making them out of the hours or they're making a meeting in the office when that person's working at home, for example. Yes, I was thinking maybe if you've got a meeting with 20, 30, 40 participants and maybe it's just a, a generic meeting that's been sent out to everybody without checking in on an individual basis as to whether that person will actually be attending or not whereas then when it comes down to having the actual meeting at a glance you'll be able to see oh this person may not be here oh look it's outside of their working hours or or, or um, a situation a bit like that yeah absolutely yeah i i think you're right especially with those larger those larger groups um and also if an invitee is joining from a meeting room as well that's quite an an interesting one because again i would assume that the reason for that is because if there were a few people in the office, in the example that you've given where you've got a larger meeting, I'm guessing that the reason that they're, they've included that is because A, it's joining up 
the resource feature of Google Calendar. So for any listeners not familiar with this, in Google Calendar, there's been for quite a while now, this isn't part of this update, this has been here historically, there's a feature whereby you can apply resources in the back end and then people can use those resources when booking meetings. And this is to avoid clashes so that two people don't book a meeting in the same meeting room, for example. Um, so I'm guessing that it, on one element, it's tying that in. And on the other element, it's allowing people who are in the office together to maybe, if you're inviting, say, three or four people to the meeting and they're all in the office together, they could maybe all go from, to that one meeting room and kind of join from there. I guess that's one element of, of what this update is trying to sort of uh, tick or sort of, uh, you know, facilitate there. Yes. Um, yeah, absolutely. So who's this available for then, Adam? So this is going to be available for Google Workspace Enterprise Standard, Enterprise Plus, Business Starter, Business Standard, Business Plus, Education Fundamentals, Education Standard, the Teaching and Learning Upgrade, Education Plus, Nonprofit Customers, and Legacy G Suite Basic and Business Customers. So again, it, it kind of sounds like it's available to pretty much everybody well, they're not saying it's available to everybody. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't see, looking at that, I can't particularly see anybody, any licensing uh, levels that I can see that would be uh, excluded from that. So, yeah, I think you're right that it's including pretty much everybody in that update. Um, great. Um and then I think we've got two more updates. Is that right? Yes, that's right. So these are both uh, updates to do with Google and Android. So the first one is to do with Gmail. So Gmail now supports Android 13 notification uh, permissions. So if you happen to have a new Android 13 device with Gmail, you will now be asked if you want to allow notifications from the app. And Google recommends that you allow that. So... I understand uh, Android 13 came out in August, I think it was, and uh, I'm a bit surprised if it, it didn't have the ability for notifications um, out the box, to be honest. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Maybe there was a bit of a bug, or maybe there was a hardware uh, compatibility issue. Uh, I'm not an Android user myself, so I'm not uh, too um, familiar with that situation. However, um, uh, Gmail notifications are now available on Android 13, so if you have that device, then happy days. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Anybody listening who's got Android 13 or, or any of your users who have got Android 13, I'm sure that's going to come in um, very handy. I, I'm with you. I'm a bit surprised as to why that wasn't there to begin with. But like you say, maybe there was a bit of a, a bit of a problem. So hopefully that's going to be useful to some of our listeners out there. Thank you, Adam. Yes. And the next one is to do with Google Slides on Android. So uh, you can now easily drop content from Slides from... No, sorry. You can drop... You can easily drop content into slides from other apps on your Android device. So a few months ago, I think it was uh, in the back end of July, Google announced some um, quality of life features, uh, updates for Android, where you can move, um, uh, you can drag and drop content from one window on your Android device into another window on your Android device. So that included like uh, Google uh, Drive, Docs, Sheets, Slides, uh, Google Keep. I was actually not familiar with Google Keep. That is their notes-taking application that you'd use on Android. So they've now um, added this 
um, ability to drag and drop into Google Slides as well. That's quite interesting. I wonder what that looks like on the on the device with how you drag and drop content. Again, I'm not overly familiar with Android as a as a mobile operating system myself. Like you, I don't I don't use it, but. I wonder what that sort of looks like with how you're dragging and dropping between different apps. Well, one of the updates that was included back in July, although it's only just um, went live in September, was uh, the ability to have a split screen, essentially. So this was available for a long, long time in uh, in Windows uh, OS and Mac OS as well, where you can have two windows filling up, uh, say, 50% of your screen each or you can change that uh, a little bit if you prefer a different ratio. So that's now also available in Android devices as well. So you can just have your two windows side by side and then just to drag um, your, your your content from one window into the next. And it looks like there's a bit of a slider. So then if you wanted to only have uh, one window having, say, like 30% of your screen and you give 70% over to the other, so um, that was available. So that was directed more for larger Android devices. That's very interesting. I like the idea of that slider and being able to change different mm. sizes. I, I should think that one of the best devices that you could use this on is that new um, Fold phone that they've got. I saw one um, not all that long ago where it essentially looks like the size of a, a regular phone, like, say, an iPhone. It's just sort of twice the thickness I suppose or a little bit thicker and you literally fold it out and then you've got essentially a small tablet device um, and that would be perfect for this this sort of application would be perfect on there putting the two screens side by side I think what's also interesting about this is just that ability to be able to universally it seems get content from one place and put it into Google uh, Slides which for slides is really useful because that's where you're going to be wanting to put a lot of that content for doing those presentations, the photographs, the um, a text that you might be taking from another document, the link that you might be taking from a website or something like that. So I can definitely see how that would be useful, particularly for slides. Yes, absolutely. So I'm assuming before this update, you would just have to copy and paste between one application and another, but having the ability to drag and drop is um, is very helpful. So although um, I, I'm a Mac user myself, I use that feature all the time when I'm on a Windows device, actually. I love the fact you can just drag one window to one side of the screen and drag another one over to the other side. And there, so um, I prefer not just to copy and paste between. I love the ability just to, to drag where uh, c content wherever I want it to go. So um, I just had a quick look. So that feature was actually called multi-instance support, where you can have your, your two screens side by side. Oh, great. Thank you for that information, Adam. That's um, that's brilliant. Um, well, that's the three updates that we've got uh, for you this week. Um, so that's it, everybody. Um, that's everything you need to know about the latest updates happening around Google Workspace. Remember that there is a audio version of this podcast available from your regular audio podcast provider. And there's also a video version of this podcast available from our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash strawberry. Seven. Thank you so much for joining us and thank you to all of the listeners who have been listening on the podcast providers. We have been keeping an eye on the uh, downloads and it's great to see you all on there. Please do subscribe and please do give us some reviews and some feedback if there's anything you want us to change or add or hear about. 
And we'll be back again next Monday with more updates. Goodbye. Bye.